0: My name is Rhys Keeble, I'm uh, kind of been charged today. I've got all the desks set up and stuff. And uh, Lomas joins me on the phone. Hello, Tom. Hello, hello, Tom. Hello. How hello. are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you? I'm not bad. I'm not bad. Um, yeah, we, we should explain that you had to go home. Um, yeah. So we're live from the studio apartment, my house. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I got a nice little roadcast set up. If you're if you're a fan of podcasting, you know what one of them is and they are they are a really nice bit of equipment. I got all the sound effects, I got got everything sorted. It's gonna be a good episode.
1: I feel like I've I've just won a competition in a monotonian or
0: something. Yeah. Uh Colin, what's your name and where'd you come from? One of those uh, ones. Tom I'm
1: fr Oh,
0: you're not actually interested. Yeah, okay. I don't care. I genuinely don't care. All I know right. your name and I know you come from Lichfield, so <laughs> there we go. Should we should we get into the first uh, in, into the podcast then? Yeah, I should say that that's Good. the only bit of hosting I'm doing this entire episode. Just yeah. introducing it. You're, you're taking over now. You sound all right. Yeah. So.
1: I'm shooting down the telly box.
0: We should say that um, next week it's going to be back to normal. Don't worry. It, yeah,
1: we've, we've already got Studio 8, uh, maybe City or, already uh, sorted, so don't mm-hmm. worry, guys. Yeah, uh, we finished the first week of testing. Well, both weeks of testing we finished now, Ace. How do you feel?
0: It feels nice. You know, it feels like we're, we're Barcelona's just around the corner. Barcelona... Mm-hmm. Is the weekend that I'm at Centre parks. I'll be waking up, I will, because it'll be like six in the morning when, when it starts, and I'll be waking up. I'll tell you what I'm most looking forward to: qualifying, because mm-hmm. that's where you get a real, a real sense of what the cars can do.
1: Yeah, that's when we'll probably get get a good look at the the cars. But I've got my notebook, uh, and we've we've had two weeks. So I've got a good few pages full of stuff here, all about. Um, what the team has been up to, who's looking good, who's not. Uh, we've got some interviews as well, haven't we? we? We've got some clips
0: from we can clip in. We do. We should say that Will Buxton is the third member because he. Let's be honest, he's not been busy doing Drive to Survive or anything, so he's just. No. He's on the podcast with busy? us. Yeah. He's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He, do you want to say hi, Will? How much more do you have Yeah, that's not hi, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got um, we've got little clips from um Will's interviews with some of the drivers, and um uh, and. We should say that we we
1: have these clips are taken from uh, F1's uh, paddock pass that we loaded last uh, well on Friday night. Um, so so um, If you want to know them. the whole story uh, and and a bit more of what's going on, go and watch that. It's a great video. Will Bucks always makes really good paddock passes. So just yeah, go give them a, a watch if you uh, want to give them some love.
0: Yeah, uh, do you want to speak about um, the F1 drive to survive real quick? Or? Um, I reckon we save that till next week, actually. We'll give
1: people a chance to watch it all. I've already finished it.
0: I've also Uh, finished
1: it. I'll give a quick overview. Bloody loved it. Yeah. I thought it was really good. You're on. You're about halfway through, aren't you?
0: No, I finished it now. You finished it? Yeah, but I need to watch the last episode again because I either fell asleep during it or, you know, when you're, like, almost falling asleep and you just don't really know what's going on. Yeah, you kind of lose, lose, lose tension. And I was playing poker on my phone, so yeah, I, well, I, I, none of me was focusing on that last episode. So I'd say I'm on episode nine. Anyways, that's that's more to talk about next week. Yeah, so, we'll come back to that in the next week's podcast. So I'll let you kind of take the reins now with Tom's notebook. Move over, to Ted Kravis.
1: So uh, pre session testing has finished, Ruth, and it was only six days this year, which was the shortest pre-season testing. I think I was I, there for a while.
0: I think the biggest news is is that uh, William showed up on time. That's the biggest yeah, news coming they, out of it. Well, they,
1: they were actually the first car out. You know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, they were out at eight fifty nine on the first day of testing. Yeah. They were a minute early.
0: Now, the, uh, will well, they look into that? The old
1: FIA. No, because they didn't cross the they didn't cross the uh, pit lane exit, so it's all right there. Eh? Uh.
0: They, they, play they,
1: it safe. they didn't cheat it. They
0: just wanted uh, to let the fans we're, know we're, that they actually had a car.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we'll talk, about, we'll talk about Williams first, actually. And this is kind of from from all of testing. Uh, they were the first car out, as we just said. They have had a few issues throughout testing, and this is kind of a, a trend that's happening um, with all the Mercedes-powered um, vehicles. It seems like the Mercedes PU is a little bit um, kind of uh, unreliable. They've had okay. a few issues with um, the Earth, uh, the electronic um R system, can't remember the R stands so, for. Uh, so they've had some issues with the kind of um, regeneration system, that's the one, um, uh, which they had on day two, I think it was. Uh, and then again, uh, Mercedes had some as well. And we'll get a bit more into the Mercedes issue side of things when we come to them towards the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apart from that, they're looking good, Yeah, uh, they're looking better than last year. How far forward they are, we're not really sure. I think they've, they've made games, but you don't know how many other games the other teams have made as well. And the TP actually said something interesting. I think we've got a clip of it. You my clip? Yeah, it, it is a step forward from last year. This is without a doubt uh, for sure. How It's difficult to know how close we're going to be in, in Melbourne because we don't know what the other teams are, are doing, and obviously winter testing and normally year on year everyone is going to find some some time right so we know we've improved have we improved more than the other teams improved uh we still have to wait and see uh but again the feeling i have with the car is is, is a positive one
0: i'll tell you what's interesting about that is that he's straight yeah. in there saying i know that we've improved that's nice he says to hear. i know
1: that we've improved then there's that pause though there's the yeah. pause where he's going uh, i and then he says, it's like he 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 knows they've improved but from that, that just kind of body language, that that verbal kind of speech, it makes me feel like he hasn't improved to the point where they want to be. Yeah. You know what I mean, so they still got a ways to go. It's not quite there. I think they're still going to be towards the back. I mm-hmm. don't know if the tail end of the field might have caught up a little bit. Maybe they'll be more. Maybe they'll be able to fight for a few Q2 sessions. Maybe a few points. I don't think they'll be anywhere near as off as they were last year. They I mean,
0: were. That's what I want to so see. Far off. I want to see them improving. I want to see. I don't want it to be like... When you sit... So qualifying's my favourite part of the race weekend, okay? I think yeah. it's most people's. It's the ex- most exciting bit, in my opinion. And you don't want to sit there and be like, Q3 doesn't matter, because you can almost guarantee that your two Hasses are going out and your two um, Williams are going out. Yeah. which you know, It's not how it should be, is it? No, not at all. Everyone should kind of... it Like, uh, qualifying's so exciting. You're waiting to see who's got in the fastest laps. But for Q3, for me... Uh, no, it's Q1, isn't it? Not Q3. Yeah, one, yeah. For Q1, for me, you're just like, well, Russell's out and Kibitza's out and Russell's faster than Kibitza, so yeah. at least he's starting 19th.
1: Yeah, and that's it. But I think more than anything, I want Williams to give Russell a good car that he can actually fight with. Russell, we've heard so much about him being this amazing driver. He just hasn't had the car to prove it.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so hopefully we can actually see something from this car this year. And I am excited to see what it can do. Whether or not it's going to be, you know... In the midfield or at the back of the midfield, I'm not sure. Um, but it might be close to Haas, who is our next team. I was going to say,
0: even if they are competing with Haas, you think that they make a really big jump, if you know what I mean.
1: You'd hope so. Yeah, yeah. you'd hope so. Um, so, yeah, looking at Haas, um, they really need to make amends for last year. They had a great start to last season. They looked like they had a really good car, which is actually picked up on in Drive to Survive. But I think, you know, they look like a really, really had a good car. Just as the season went on, it unravelled. They lost kind of understanding of the car. They didn't know why it wasn't working. And then they they lost had all the, the main, issues with rich energy. They lost
0: the main sponsor because of all exactly. the issues that they couldn't fix.
1: And uh, it was just a dire season for us. It was not. It's one they're going to want to forget. And they really need to make amends for that this season.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and you know, really go forward and make that advancement they they can make, and I know they can make. Through the midfield, I think they've got a, a team that is really dedicated to what they're doing, and they can make those advantages catch up to Renault, catch up to McLaren, catch up to Racing Point. Well, it's like and really get into that midfield if they want to.
0: It's like on Drive to Survive. Um, I think it was Gene Haas that was talking, like to the camera, and he was like, yeah. "Every part of our team is dedicated. They're all dedicated. They're on. To, they're all on time. But it's like when our heads go, they go. Sort of thing." Yeah, exactly. He was saying that he didn't want to. He wouldn't change his team for the world, like like the mechanics and everything. But um, he was like, when the heads go, they go. They they just lose their mind, kind of.
1: Yeah, well, testing wasn't even a great start off for them, to be fair. It wasn't quite plain sailing. They encountered quite a few issues, which unfortunately stopped them from doing anywhere near the amount of runs I'm sure they would have wanted to do. They were actually the um, only team. They they did the least laps of any team uh, on the grid. Let me just find out the exact number. Uh, They did 649 laps, uh, which Which was the lowest.
0: That sounds a lot, but that's, that's about 100 a day. Well, the, the
1: second lowest is Alpha Romeo with 735. Yeah. You know, they're almost a hundred behind everyone else, and that counts for so much. And they will have lost a lot of data because of that. Um, we haven't got a clip of corrosion, but um, he said in in the interview that he was um, that the the car feels good, mm-hmm. uh, but he isn't 100% sure exactly where they are. Probably quite similar to, to Williams in that sense, and two feathers probably feeling up and down the grid no one quite knows exactly where they are because it's pretty interesting. And I think everyone has made improvements. Everyone looks better, but where does that actually put the order? And we won't know that yeah. until Australia. In fact, we probably won't know that until, you know, a good few races in Yeah. when we yeah, get yeah. to China. Well, we're not going to China, but, you know, once we get into the season a bit more, we'll, we'll really start to get an order. Um, testing it's like- for them, I think.
0: So, yeah, I was going to say, you've always got to look at the season, but like after about the fourth or fifth race, because it's like if you look at last season, and I i am last season's quite fresh in my mind now, obviously, because the drive to survive. But if you look at last mm. season, Haas were what, fifth and sixth, were they, or something, in the first race? Yeah, like yeah, Haas exactly. were really, really good in the first race, and yeah. not, and then look at them at the end of the season, you know, it's gone
1: downhill, hasn't it? Yeah, well, I think the testing for Haas this year has been less about getting good pace he runs out and, and pushing the car and all that kind of stuff and, and i think it's, it's been much more about just kind of getting a good correlation between the performance in the wind tunnel and how that translates to the track so they've they've obviously got all the data they've got in the wind tunnel they know what they need to do now mm. they've just got to try and you know make that work on a on a bigger scale on the actual track as well
0: i think the main thing for Hass as well is getting out there and getting the consistency, you know what I mean, like making yeah. sure the car can stay out there for the fifty, sixty, seventy laps, you know, mm-hmm. because the majority of the time last season the cars were being retired because there was an engine problem or something like that. Yeah. So they need yeah, to yeah. find that consistency that they can they can go out and they can stay out. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Well, that's it for Haas, To be fair, they they haven't done many laps. They haven't been overperforming, but it's just we just have to wait and see what happens to them this season. Because, you know, they need to perform well. Yep. Um, but we'll talk a little bit now as well about the newest team on the grid. who um, Also not the newest, AlphaTauri. The Alpha uh, players AlphaTauri, as it's pronounced. Um, they've come in from, uh, as Tor also were last year, they've kind of rebranded as AlphaTauri this year. It's an old marketing thing. Um, oh, they had an okay testing, it looked quite good for them. They didn't have too many issues.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um there are a lot of questions around where they sit. They're thought to be lower than Racing Point and McLaren, it's maybe on the same level as Renault, not too sure. But um, Gasly's body language um, says he's feeling pretty confident about it. Uh, and he says they still think they have a bit more uh, to go in the car. Uh, we have got a clip of Gasly uh, just saying a little bit more about how feels like he feels that went.
3: How much more do you have in the pocket? Because towards yeah, I, the end of the day, you went out. Sector 2 was looking very, very special, looking on for a low 1 minute 17, and you mysteriously backed out of the lap. Um, no, I think we, we have a, a bit a bit more coming. But um, yeah, after we'll, uh,
0: we'll put everything, uh, everything for Melbourne. But I think overall, I'm pretty pleased with the car. Uh,
1: I think we, we found some, some good directions. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, Melbourne will be a lot different than, than Barcelona, so I don't want to get um, too excited now, but, um, yeah, we had a, a pretty good test.
0: Now, that that's a confident man. You know he what I mean? Felt,
1: yeah, it, watching the video, you can kind of see he's got a bit of a smile to him. He's, he's looking like he's quite happy, and that is the, be- that the, mo- the best thing you can read out of testing is driver's body language. Yeah, And he had a very positive body language. He was trying to, you know, hold back the smile. He didn't want to smile too much. I think they've got a good car. And like you said, Will uh, Buxton said there, you know, ha- what, are, what have they got in the pocket? What are they hiding? Mm. He did a good lap and then mysteriously backed out of it. Was he trying not to show his hand? Is he trying to keep his cards close to his chest? You know, I think there's a lot of questions around Alpha Tauri. Uh, I don't really know what to expect from him.
0: I think. Are we expecting
1: the same kind of thing from Toro Rosso last year? Is that going was... to translate over? I was going to
0: say, I'm thinking Turo Rosso, right? I think it'll mm-hmm. be like them but just that little bit more you know what i mean i reckon they'll be closer to your renault and uh, to your mclaren yeah. but well, I, I, think... I think there's
1: a very positive attitude in that team now they've rebranded from being the junior team to now what's called the sister team yeah putting them so, i think and just just by changing the name that little bit is going to give them such a you know a more positive attitude it in gives... The, you know that
0: it gives the drivers that morale boost that they need like it's not like oh yeah i am kind of you know i'm trying to get into that red bull team they they they're, they're, they're yeah. like i'm in a team and it's the sister team to red bull like it's it's not any less than red bull it's yeah. the same
1: it's not a junior it's just, it's you know it's it's the sister it's it's it's, 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 it's treated on a similar level uh, and that will make a difference i don't i'm not necessarily saying they're going to be performing at red bull's level i don't think they're going to be front runners mm-hmm. but you know, I think they're gonna have a great time in the midfield again. They got six last year, and I think they're probably gonna be on a good, you know, chance to get. They got two podiums last year, for goodness
0: yeah. sake. You know, I'll tell if
1: you they what they can do
0: that again. I'll tell you what I reckon is gonna happen. I reckon the midfield are gonna be really tight. I reckon. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I reckon they're all gonna be within a second of each other, and I'm talking. Yeah, sure. I'm talking about Renault, um, Racing Point, AlphaTauri, and McLaren there. I reckon they're all going to be within the second of each other. I reckon Williams well, and Hass are going to be close, and obviously you got your front three. Yeah, yeah, that's how I see it. That's that's your yeah. overview from someone who doesn't know really anything about F one. That's my overview. Uh, I think that's
1: probably <laughs> I think that's pretty pretty good shot. I think we've got a clip coming up from uh, Renault as well. A little bit on l- later on when we get to Renault,
2: mm-hmm. uh, and I
1: think in that clip Daniel kind of talks about how he thinks the tail and, and you know the front are kind of all coming together a little bit more it's the final season of this regulation as well. You know, we've had um, a good few years now to properly kind of get these cars to the peak performance where they possibly can go yep. uh, before it all gets scrapped again next season. So I think that is definitely, you know, a good takeaway uh, for sure uh, on that sense. Um, I'm excited to see AlphaTauri do this season. I keep calling Tori, It's AlphaTauri. Um, Everyone's going to do that. Don't beat yourself um, but... up for that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I am I'm genuinely excited to see what they can do this season. I kind of feel like they're, they're not going to be fighting for fourth. Probably not going to be fighting for fifth. I reckon sixth place is probably about. I,
0: that re- I reckon they're going to be fighting for fifth. Mm. I want to. I want to say out. that McLaren's going to keep the momentum going, but I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous about that. Mm. I think that McLaren might slip down. I think Renault will take McLaren, and then I think they will. I think there'll be real, real rivals with McLaren this season. Mm. That's what I'm saying.
1: Well, let's take a look at um, the other other team then that's that's in the grid. and uh, This is kind of a team that's in a bit of a grey area. This is is Alfa Romeo. Um, They've done a lot of running. And, you know, they were the only team to use a reserve driver, which is interesting. They used Robert Kubica. Um, And, I mean, I I guess the only reason they did use him is for the sponsorship and all that kind of stuff. I doubt they used him because they wanted to, you know, get his technical insight. Um, But they were the only team that did use that test drive. The only team that ran three drivers... Uh, But yeah, they are in a bit of a weird grey area. Mm -hmm. Um, They haven't impressed, you know, around the palette to kind of be spotted as midfield front runners. But they've also not looked kind of bad. They've not looked awful. There's a lot of great... I don't know where this team's going to fit in. Um, Whether or not it's kind of with Haas and Williams at the kind of tail end or if they're also going to get involved in that midfield fight, I'm really not sure.
0: It's, It's hard to say, isn't it, at this point? Like it really is. This all we're doing now is basically all you're doing is listening to two guys we, we should be doing this over a pint at a pub, but yet yeah, we decided to broadcast it. That that's <laughs> literally what's that's literally what just you're listening to. Yeah, yeah. we just try to chucking
1: our ideas in. Yeah. Um I'd like to see how from well. Um I think they're you know, Salver, obviously a team that have they've, they've got, you know, good history. We know they've got a brilliant driver in, in Kimi Räikkönen you know, he's a previous world champion. Um but at the same time, I'm not sure we've seen enough from that car to quite think it's at the front. Um, if, I think probably 7th to 8th is where we're looking for the Alfa Romeo, I think.
0: If Kimi comes out and drives that car amazingly, mm. I reckon he can do well in the individual standings. However, I might get a lot of hate for this, but however, while Giovinazzi is in that seat, they're not going to do well on the team standings. Do you not think? I don't think so at all. I do I think not rate him I, as a driver.
1: He he came into his form a little bit better towards the end of that season. He got some good points, especially in Brazil. I think he came fifth or sixth.
2: You mm-hmm. know, they
1: got some good points at the end of that last season, and obviously Brazil was a hectic race. It's hard to you know take a driver's genuine performance from that, but yep. um, they he did get some points towards the end of that season. So I don't know. I'm not going to judge him until he comes. You know, that was his rookie season in Formula One. He's never really driven like that before.
0: So see, but you forget that you forget that he was a rookie. I forget that he was a rookie. I think he's had that seat what? way too long. Like I, I'm fairly mm. certain I've gone on the podcast and said he's had that seat too long because I thought he's genuinely had it two or three years and yeah, yeah. he didn't do anything. It's like I don't know. I de- it wasn't like it wasn't like Sky were quick to point out because like that's how we watch it. We watch F1 on Sky. Um mm. like Sky Sports. Um but it wasn't like they were quick to point out that it was his rookie year. But like you get people like Norris and Russell and everyone and they're like, he's the rookie of this season, he's he's gonna do well. But G even at C, I, in my opinion, I didn't see him involved in any of that. Yeah. Y- you know, it was it was hard to be like he's a rookie, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, I uh, know I get that. Yeah. I reckon I if know. we were I mean yeah, into- if we were to see anybody right now, if I was to make the call of anybody getting dropped like mm. mid season or like in like the winter break sort of thing. I I
2: mm. genuinely
1: have to say him, and I'd agree with you.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't think there's anyone else on the group. Or depending on how Latifi does, but I don't think Renault are going to drop Latifi. He's bringing too much money in. I think. You mean Latifi? Williams. Sorry, what did I say?
0: You said Renault.
1: Yeah, Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's that's the big one there. I think he's he's the one that's got to really prove himself this season. He's the one most under pressure. I think.
0: Yeah, I mean for uh, for Giovanazzi as well. Although me me and you have the discussion quite a lot, Mick Schumacher's is breathing down his neck for that seat. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he is. As he much is. as and he'll, as much as he'll want to just come straight in and go straight to Ferrari, he'll he'll be in. I reckon he'll be in the Alpha, and I reckon mm-hmm. they'll if he does if he has a good start to the season, he'll be really breathing down Giovinazzi's neck. Definitely, yeah,
1: and I think you know we did see that that car can do well. Leclerc in its first season, or yeah. well in its first season of Alpha. They're quite well in it, you know, and he proved himself that he, you can make yourself, a, prove yourself as a driver in one of the backfield cars. So I think it is down to Giovinazzi or whoever takes that seat after him um, as a Ferrari young driver to prove to actually, I can do this. You know, I'm not a bad driver.
0: Yeah, I should apologise if you are hearing that By the way, like I said at the start of the podcast, we are we are in my house, so there's a lot of uh, <laughs> there's four people living here, so there's a lot of people moving around and stuff. So I do I do apologise if you are picking that up at home. Hopefully, you know. Uh,
1: so, uh, I'm going to move on to another big question mark here. here and go. arguably, one of the biggest question marks, apart from Ferrari, who I say are the biggest question mark right now. But the, the big question mark for me now is Renault. Yes. They look quite fast. Um, but, you know, the paddock are rating them all over the place. So, it comes down to people throughout the paddock who's where? Where do we think people are doing? What are we reading from testing? And from what I'm hearing from the paddock, they're they're being rated all over the shop some people saying you know they're top of the midfield they're going to be the ones fighting um, you know for the the fourth place some people saying they're not quite in the the midfield fight some people saying they're at the back of the field fight no one really knows Um, and this is what Daniel had to say it was a very interesting interview Uh, he kind of talks about um, you know racing point which is very interesting we're going to race point in a bit Mm -hmm. where he thinks they are Um, and also just the the field in general Uh, this is one of the most interesting interviews
3: you might not be the quickest out there, but crucially, number one, are you quicker than you were last year? And number two, are you quicker than your nearest rivals, guys like McLaren, Racing Point? Uh,
0: Racing Point, that's an interesting one. That's, uh, they look pretty good. They look pretty good. Um, so uh, we'll see. We'll see. I think they're going to be tough, uh, at least at least the first part of the year. Um, but, yes, I, I'm quicker. The car's quicker. Uh, I think it's close to McLaren. Yeah, so that midfield's going to be going to be tight hopefully the whole field's bunched up um from top to tail uh looks like yeah williams obviously they were the tail last year but they've made uh quite big gains from what it looks like they're certainly not as far back so it's cool hopefully the whole field's compressed
1: now um hopefully the whole field's compressed i think that is that is the most interesting interview that one i think
0: yeah and what what's interesting today, and I didn't fall asleep during that clip. I just didn't realize that I turned my microphone off. You know, brain of a fish here. But um, <laughs> the the interesting thing is is that this week Daniel has come out and said that he'd be open to offers from other teams. Yeah. Which d- do you say that if your car's doing well? You know, at the minute he's number one driver at Renault. And do you really say that if your car's doing well? That's that's my yeah. big, That's 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 um, my big question mark there.
1: It's got a lot around it, and I think he doesn't sound overly confident in the car. But he also doesn't sound under—you know—he also doesn't sound like it's going to be the worst car he's ever driven. Yeah, he said it himself. I've gotten faster. The car's gotten faster, and it's this question again of it's faster, but is everyone else also faster? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Has everyone gotten fast to the point where nothing's going to shift at all, or? as someone got really fast, like Racing Point, he said at the start, Racing Point, they look really fast. That's what he said. Does you that want... mean that...
0: Go on, sorry.
1: Does that mean that the Racing Point are going to be... Made that massive step forward and everyone else hasn't quite made enough to catch up to that? Or, you
0: know... I was going to say, you can imagine now, like, with the way that Racing Point has been looking, I can genuinely imagine them fighting for top three. Like, the it way... It could happen. It's just the way that they've been looking and the way other drivers are talking about them. Like, um... Just then, Daniel's little <laughs> Racing Point, yeah, they're look, they're looking pretty good. Sort of thing. Like you yeah. were saying that through gritted teeth, and you didn't you didn't want to say that at all, but you knew that they were sort of thing. Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: it's interesting, that's for sure. And it is like a team, I reckon this these these three, Renault, McLaren, and, and Racing Point, are going to be the, the three teams to watch this year. They're yeah. going to be the teams that make a difference in this championship. They're going to be fighting for those last few points outside the top six. It's going to be them, 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 three teams scrapping for them. Um, And we'll talk about McLaren a little bit now as well. Um, We've got a clip from Carlos and he kind of says, uh, well, McLaren in general, from what I've taken is they've had a good test and they've looked the most reliable out of all the teams, to be honest. They haven't haven't seemed to have any issues. They haven't been up on jack stands. You know, they haven't done anything like that. No, obviously apparent issues. Um, Again, a few headline times, especially on the last few days, they haven't really, they've been very quiet the whole test. And these last few days have kind of, Planned up a little bit, showed what they've got, and it looks like they've got something. Um, there's also a good feeling in the team from what's being brought out of the paddock. You know, um, there seems to be a very positive energy. Um, so yeah, I'm interested to see what this team does. Uh, this is what Carlos had to say about it.
3: How much of a step forward do you think you've made compared to last year, and more importantly, compared to your rivals? Yeah, um, yeah, I
1: think that's that's a very well formulated question. I think we've made a lot of progress compared to last year. I think the car, looking at the data, we are much quicker pretty much everywhere compared to last year. So I'm very happy about that. Now we depend on how much progress the others have made. Um, but again, it's it doesn't depend on McLaren if, if suddenly a, um, a pink car or a white car turns up and, and is half a second away of the leaders in, in Australia. I think we cannot control that if, if suddenly they've gained a second from one
3: year to another and they've uh, positioned themselves in a fight for with the top teams. We cannot control that. As McLaren, as a team, we need to make sure we keep doing the steps that we uh,
1: targeted, which means to be closer in Australia to the top than what we were um, in the last races of last year. If we accomplish that, I'm going to be happy in, in Melbourne.
0: Now, for me, that sounds like McLaren hasn't really progressed that much because he's saying if other teams like a pink car or a white car have gained a couple of seconds... You know, it sounds like he'll be quite nervous.
1: But again, I think he's talking about that racing point. Yeah. Everyone is looking at that racing point, and we'll get to racing point properly in a minute. Everyone's looking at that racing point saying, is that that car looks to have made such a, a gain, such an advantage over us all. It's caught them off guard, I think. I don't think anyone's prepared for what they've brought.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it I think is, that is... the racing point is the Mercedes from last year. Everyone said yeah, that. Yeah,
2: we'll, we'll
1: we'll
0: talk about that. Yeah, sorry, um, I'm jumping the gun in, again. in a
1: minute. Wait, next? Um, but I'm just going to pick on the point. He said a pink car, which is obviously the racing point, and a white car.
0: Is that? Williams? I'm trying to work out
1: what's what's the white car. It could be Williams, but, but then, did McLaren think Williams might be at the front.
0: I think he just wanted to name another colour, and his brain kind Maybe. of went, think of another colour. The color other quick. car,
1: the only the car that might be the new AlphaTauri yeah a tower, you know
0: yeah yeah. is it
1: is it it's just weird that he picks up on that white car and there isn't any team that is obviously a white car either I mean, like uh, no time that's just white like the pink one
0: but i'm gonna be honest when know. when i when i'm down the boozer and i want to make a point to someone you've got to come out mm. with two strong points and he's mm. gone a pink car and that's his leading strong point sorry i meant to say you're only meant to come out with one strong point so he's come out with the pink car as his strong point and then he's gone come on, brain, think, I need to come up with another point real quick. Maybe. Here. And he's just gone, white. Like, that's the first yeah. colour that came to mind. Uh, Maybe. Who knows? I don't
1: know. It's interesting. I think it it, it it has... He's obviously confident, in a sense. They've got a car that's not worse than last season from the bounds of it, which is already a good step forward for McLaren. Um. So, you know, they built on such a horrible time last year. They made a great car. Mm-hmm. They've just got to continue doing that, don't they, really? and yeah. And I think they will.
0: See, when I was so I was new into F one, the season just gone, which yeah. you know for someone like presenting an F one podcast like co-hosting, it's it's really stupid, but it's it's got that <laughs> dynamic of you're smart, I'm dumb sort of thing. But yeah. um, I didn't realize that McLaren were really close to the back the season before. Oh yeah, yeah. That would have that would have weighed up like so. I picked McLaren at the start of the season. I was like, they're going to be my team. Don't know why I did it. Right. I just went, they're going to be my team. Yeah, now, yeah. if I would have known that from the season before. I don't think I would have picked them. Mm. But
1: it's it is interesting. They've they've come back a lot this year. They've had such a dire time, especially with there's so many issues with Honda, that really dragged them back. They switched to Renault, still didn't see too many improvements. And I think in twenty eighteen, to be fair, they just made a bad car. Yeah.
2: Um
1: and then coming into twenty nineteen, hope was restored, you know, they were looking good again. And twenty twenty, this is the other year to really nail it. Before twenty twenty one, they get them saved these engines, new regulations. You know that's their chance to really um, go for it next season, and um, I think that is, is obviously a very good thing to look at. Uh, and they've come a long way.
0: Well, should we um, move on to Racing Point now? Because
1: Racing Point or Tracing Point, as uh, a lot of people are calling it.
0: But yeah, <laughs> this has had a lot of talk about the car, uh, and we've got an interview mm. lined up. Who's the interview with? Uh,
1: this is with uh, actual uh, technical director uh, Andy mm. Green.
0: So we'll see what he has to say about the car. Yeah, we're well, That's the wrong cliff. I just saw pink and pressed it. That's my little, mm. I do apologize, he's racing point.
3: Testing is very, very nearly over. Are you ready for Australia? Are you prepared?
1: Can't wait, can't wait. <laughs> we've, we've been waiting for this moment for a, for a long time for, to ship the car off and let's go racing. We're, we're, we're more than ready. We're not 100% prepared. I don't know when anyone is, but uh, we're prepared enough, and we just want to go and show, see, show what we can do. Really.
0: So there's 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 a little clip there. With uh, who was that again?
1: That's the technical director Andy Green, and its technical directors don't normally let on excitement. They don't normally let on, you know, that much. Kind of, and he sounded so confident, didn't mm-hmm. he? Are you ready to go to Australia? Yes. Yes, I can't wait. I'm really excited. That's that's kind of how he's putting it across.
0: He almost and this cut is the point. he almost cut the interviewer off as well on the question. He was that excited yeah, to yeah. answer it.
1: Exactly. They're
0: fast. Yeah.
2: They're
1: very fast. And so you can tell that just from looking at, at them um so far. And obviously, you know, they are called tracing point. It's because they have kind of traced and they Andy Green's the one that submitted this, they've gone and traced the Mercedes from last year and tried to recreate it. And Why wouldn't you?
2: Exactly.
1: People are rating them people are rating them in the paddock. And, you know, we look. this is what we're looking at for all the kind of teams. These guys are either being rated top of the midfield by away for fourth place or kind of teetering on that top three position, beating Ferrari maybe. They're looking really good. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, as Andy Green said, he, he's looking very excited. And um, Lance Stroll, Sergio Perez, both of them really struggling to wipe the smile off their faces. Mm-hmm. They, are, they They genuinely think, and the the attitude down at that Racing Point garage is that they've got a really good car.
0: If you were playing poker, you'd want to get, play against Racing Point, wouldn't you, right now? They, oh, they're, yeah. they're giving it away, definitely. <laughs>
1: they have not got a poker face on at all, nope. and everyone knows that. And I think part of the reason they have got that excitement on is that they're looking at Renault and McLaren. They're coming out saying they're a bit worried about them. Mm-hmm. If someone's saying they're worried about your car, you've got you built a good car, haven't you? Yeah,
0: what a massive compliment that is to just come out and be like, oh yeah, we're, we're kind of worried about it, you know.
1: And the fact that Ferrari have even said they're worried about them, yeah, they're not looking at their midfield rivals. Ferrari themselves are coming out saying, actually, that Racing Point, it's looking good.
0: Now, if Racing Point come out and mess it up now, like if if they do their first race in uh in Barcelona, and they they finish like 10th and 11th or something. It'll be so disappointing.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, they've got to push and, you know, they've got a car to do it. I think that's clear. They've got a very good car. You mm-hmm. can look at here. You know, I mean, you could say that car won the championship last year. Uh, obviously, not that exact one. It's not a carbon copy of that Mercedes. There are differing elements on it. Side pods are a little bit different, all that kind of stuff. But, the central part of that car, the essential part, the engine, the gearbox, the suspension is Mercedes.
2: Mm-hmm. The
1: front wing is the Mercedes. you gotta, you got to say to them, you know, you, you've got to rate them quite highly. They're going to be in a good shot for this.
0: Yeah. I 100% agree with that, yeah.
1: Um, I don't know. I think fourth place will be there this season. And to be fair to them, that's what they need to achieve. You look at what's, what what's coming up next season you know there's the budget limit coming in next season they need to spend as much as they can before that budget limit comes in
0: mm-hmm. they've
1: got the money now they've got that kind of stroll money in they need to spend that before they can they, they get stopped the so stroll. that they can get as big an advantage next year as they can
0: the stroll into the bank
1: exactly
2: yeah
0: exactly but, um i reckon okay bold predictions here i reckon uh-huh. third
1: you reckon they I'm could, say who's third? pippin ferrari
0: yeah and yeah. it, it hurts me to say that because ferrari's always been a strong, strong staple of F one, but mm. I reckon Red Bull has improved enough to kind of knock Ferrari off that kind of that grasp on second that they've got. I don't think, yeah. from what I've seen, and you know, like Charles Leclerc, an incredible driver, and so is Sebastian, you can't take that away from Sebastian, even though he's had a couple of spins and stuff in testing, but so has everyone. Yeah. Um, mm. I, 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 genuinely think that they'll, they'll pip hip to third. I reckon third, um, second, third, and fourth will be really tight, and I reckon it mm. will be between Racing Point, Ferrari, and Red Bull.
1: It, it well could be. Uh, speaking of Red Bull, we'll have a chat about them now. Um, and like you say, they are looking like Mercedes' biggest challenges. They're looking like the ones that are really taking it this year. That Honda engine, maybe it's done it. Maybe they finally got something that can, you know, when push comes to shove, beat that Mercedes. I'm not sure they're quite there yet, but obviously with as the season goes on, as development increases, they'll get close to it. I'm pretty sure. You know, they had the second fastest time behind uh, Mercedes in testing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, times aren't anything we really need to look at. But I don't know. What do you think?
0: Well, I think we should just play the clip and see what we can find out from there.
1: Yeah. So this is. Um, so okay, we don't play the clip yet because I've got to get some content. Okay. Gone well, I'll, I'll
0: tell you what I think then. I think that. Yeah. I I think that Red Bull. I don't know. In my mind, the third, okay, they always sit third. They mm. they always come out like, and this is just from kind of what you've told me in a little bit of research, the the small bit of research that I've done. Um, they always come out and doing testing, they look really good, okay. Mm. And then it comes to race, and they they just they just kind of mess it up. Well, not mess it up well, as I mean, such, but you know,
1: they look to have been the most reliable in terms of uh, straight up. Reliability. Obviously, McLaren have looked really good as well, but Renault aren't that. Far, uh, Red Bull aren't that far behind even. Um, the only thing that is, is there's a few questions in the paddock, um, you know, over worries of how the car handles at high speeds, um, especially in corners. They've had quite a few spins, which is a bit worrying. Mm-hmm. People are asking, is it a bit skittish? Is it a bit, you know, does it not handle that well under those high speeds? Uh, and we have got a clip here of actually Max, um Will Buxton put that question to him, uh, if he's worried at all, uh, and this is what Max had to say.
3: Some people think the car might be a little bit skittish, might be a little bit loose, a couple of spins for you and for Alex over the course of the two weeks. Are they right to be worried about that? They don't drive the car, so they don't know. Are you worried about that? I'm not worried at all. Excellent. About anything or just about that? I'm I'm not worried at all. Um, That doesn't mean that we have to keep pushing and improving. Excellent stuff. So for Melbourne, can you take the fight to Mercedes, do you think? Can you hit the ground running, as the team had hoped? Well, we had a good preparation. I think that's very important
0: from our, from our side, and I, I hope it's enough to be competitive in Melbourne. He's he's not wanting to answer any questions, is he really, is Max? It's, he did,
1: and you watch that video through. When he, he says to him, are you worried about that? He's got a big smile on his face, and he's going, I'm not worried. I'm not worried at all. But is that a big is, smile on his face.
0: Is that a poker face? Is he is he smiling because he's annoyed at the situation?
1: No, I don't think it was. I think it's him saying, They've given me a good car here. Yeah? Okay. And that's what he needs. He needs that good car and he needs something that can take it to Mercedes and he looked like yeah, they've actually done it. Maybe there are a few issues with, with, with the kind of fear in, we're not hundred percent sure on that obviously we don't know. It could just be that they were pushing them so hard, they did make some mistakes, and that is expected. It is as a, you know, a prototype. It is a you know a new uh, car, uh, but they set the second fastest time on the last day of testing on the C4, the second softest tire, not so even the softest mm-hmm. tire, on the C4. They set a one sixteen point two six nine, which is good on the second softest tire. The fastest time overall was set on day three by Bottas last week. That was on the C5, the softest tire, and that was a one fifteen point seven. There's only five tenths different between that Mercedes and that Red Bull. Yeah. On and that could be, you could say, made up just by the difference of tyres.
0: Yeah. I mean... You know, they'd look good. I, I don't know what to say about it, to be honest. You've just kind of nicely summed it up there. Yeah. There's not I a lot to they, say they, about
2: it.
1: They could be the ones that really take us to Mercedes this season, and I hope it is. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about why Mercedes could be a bit worried coming into the season um, a little bit later on. But first, we'll talk a bit about Ferrari.
0: Real quick, going back to Red Bull... Cool. How do you, th- yeah. as a fan, and mm-hmm. this is just purely as a fan, not as kind of someone who likes to commentate on F1 and stuff. Purely as mm-hmm. a fan, how do you see it this season?
1: How do I see it as a fan?
0: Yeah, how, 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 it, how do you think I you'll hope-
1: do? I think I, th- I I think second, honestly. I can't see Mercedes being beaten, not in the era at least, not until the regulations change. Mercedes have dominated it. You know, they know these regulations are at the back of their hands. I'd love to see it change though. I'd love to see something Really giving it to it. Um, you
0: know, yeah, but I don't know. Um, Fair enough. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, I just, I, I always like to get the fan insight in you because the majority of the time you're talking like a journalist sort of thing. It's just nice to have that little step back and see what you actually think as a fan. Uh, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Anyways, move, um, moving on.
1: Yeah, Ferrari are the biggest question mark of testing. I think that is clear to everybody. No one can put them in a the spot. Are they sandbagging? are they holding you know aren't they holding their cars close to their chest um, or is there genuine worry there? you know no one knows they can't place them about are they second are they third are they even fourth maybe? No one's really sure um, I don't I don't think we've seen everything they've got. If we have, that's a problem yep <laughs> they aren't where they want to be um, but there's also a lot of people asking, well if we haven't seen everything they've got, if they haven't turned it up. Why haven't they? You know, that's then hindering them, they're not getting a full understanding of their car into Australia. What's but, happening? Why why haven't we seen that? I just don't think we've seen Ferrari put on, you know, turn the wick up and, and show what they want to show. And that's I, worrying.
0: It's a it's a really good question. It's like why if they've slipped back, why? You know, mm. like they were they were always there, like they were kind of a constant second last season. Um, yeah. Red Bull did bring the fight to them, but they kind of won the fight. Um, I mean, and if they've let it slip now, like obviously you've got your racing point coming through, which yeah. that does look like a fast car. The Red Bull is looking incredible. Mercedes is still far out in first. I was hoping yeah, that, that they would, that would at least great. close the gap, but from what I've seen in testing, it's not looking good.
1: And you think back to twelve months ago, after first, you know, after after the testing from last season, Ferrari were thought to be the championship contenders. Ferrari was were like tipped people, to win it. People had to catch up to Ferrari. And that all changed coming into Australia. Maybe this season they've thought, well, hang on, let's not get our hopes up. Let's take a bit of a backseat. Let's take it slow. Uh, not show our hands just yet until we get to Australia, which could be what they're saying. But why? why? Why are they not just showing what they've got? Why are they not just pushing the car a little bit so that they can get the data they need is it an issue? Is it a genuine worry, or are they just you know holding their cards close to their chest?
0: Yeah, I don't know. We can't say. It's a really good question. I've just searched what the betting odds were, and they were mm-hmm. equal with Mercedes last season after testing. Yeah, like they were they were neck and neck. Yeah,
1: so but I'm sure they're not this year.
0: They're not at all. I've just uh, let me just let me just click on a little little website. Bet, bet responsibly. Um, mm-hmm. It reckons that. Hamilton's gonna take the championship and um Red Bull are ahead of them. So Mercedes is yeah. four to eleven, which is just you know, don't even put money on that. Um Red Bull nine to two and Ferrari thirteen to two. Mm. That's what the bookies are saying. That's an odds checker, so that checks all the bookies. So. Well, let's
1: let's have a little chat about Mercedes then. They're the favourites, obviously. Mm-hmm. They've won every championship of this hybrid era. They've won it every year since 2014. Yep. Are they going to get knocked off in the last season? Maybe. Probably not. You know, I've got seventh championship. It'll be their seventh consecutive championship as well, which is amazing. In seven years, they've got every, they, they've you know, it's clean sweep. Um, and they do look quick. They do look really quick. Um,
0: I think, however, sorry, go on. I didn't realize you were building to a however. Carry on.
1: Yeah, they, they do look quick. They look really quick. Um, however, there's been, there's been issues, power unit issues, reliability looks to be like it could be their Achilles' heel this year.
0: Yep, a hundred percent. That's what I was about to say. I think the fact that the car wasn't as consistent as they wanted it to be. It's that it's that key word consistency, and it wasn't yeah. as consistent as they wanted to be over testing. You know, like you no. had engine failures and stuff like that. Like, mm. you know, how can it, it, how can you say now that? That car, like, how can you say with a hundred percent confidence that that car can win the championship if it can't get round twenty laps?
1: Exactly, and it's well, it's like we said at the top of the show. We, we started out with Williams, and we said that they've got issues with that Mercedes power unit, and that is continuing throughout all the Mercedes power vehicles. And you know they've sent them back to their engine factory, and they're going to get them looked at. And you can hope they get a they get a result, they get
0: something mm-hmm. fixed. Um, As a McLaren fan, this is making me really worry for next season because obviously we're changing to the Mercedes power unit, and if if it's not working, like we we're very steady for this for this um, you know for this preseason testing, but Mm. do do we want do we want to risk it? I mean, we're going to, Mm. but do we want to? This is what
1: James Allison, who's the technical um, chief, he said this. He said that compared to last year, they're more competitive, less reliable. They got a faster car, but it's not as reliable.
2: Mm.
1: What's the point in having a faster, fast car if you can't get the reliability there? Though that's what I'd say.
0: I mean, I'm not going to lie. They had a fast car last season. They were they were finishing races about 30 seconds in front of everyone else. So yeah. why not keep the car pretty much the same and keep the reliability?
1: Yeah, you know. I mean, I, I mean, what you could you could argue the other way though. Could that power unit? Could that be the beam of light? You know, in the competitive order. It can finally bring a fight back to the front in the final season of this technical regulation. Have they not got the reliability they need to really fight at the front and give a chance for Red Bull or Ferrari or Racing Point even to probably have a good have a good go at that front at that championship? Imagine the scenes if they don't win it.
0: If one you no, know? if one of the cars go out in Barcelona, if one of them doesn't make it to the checkered flag, there'll be serious questions asked. I, I like not like just yeah. from a crash, just from an engine failure. There'll be a massive investigation into that. Because I reckon... I oh, it, Another big call from me, but I reckon if, if this season Mercedes don't win it, Lewis is going to throw his dummy out and he's either going to retire or he's going to go to a different team, whatever team's just won it that season. That's it. I
1: don't know. I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. Why would you leave Mercedes at the same time? Why would you stay with them if they've lost it? Exactly.
2: I don't know
1: next year is going to throw so many question marks i don't think any driver can make a decision on what team to go to because that order is just going to i i hope that order is just going to be completely mixed up yep. um you know everyone's going to have the same amount to spend everyone's going to have the same opportunities to make a car that can fight no one's got any of this kind, you know no one no one knows what to make of this car yet mm-hmm. no one's got a pre model to work on it's going to be incredible it's a clean slate and for any Is F- that a chance for anything to change?
0: For any F one fan now, this season has really hotted up because of the, the power unit failures that Mercedes keep having. This season has yeah. is, is really like, you know, And instant- it
1: could it could even come to the point where Mercedes decide actually let's write off this season, let's not worry about it, let's focus on the future. Hmm. If they have that many issues this year, they could say, Right, what's the point in focusing on this year when next year everything we do is going to be redundant? let's just focus on next year make a bulletproof car and make sure we can continue our reign at the top into the next uh you know generation of a uh, of formula 1
0: i'll tell you what it reminds me of okay and it is it is a story from from my youth okay um mm. for under 12s at the age of 13 i think it is in football or soccer if you're american um at the age of 13 you go into the big goals okay and you play on the full size pitches but below that age, you're playing on like the half-size pitches with like the smaller nets and stuff. Now, mm. Holker Old Boys were winning every single season that they played in, and they thought, you know what, we're just going to take a year out and practice on the big pitch, and that's what they did. So they took, they mm. genuinely took the year out, and then they came back and like the year after when you know and I was playing for Walney, and I was all like, oh, we're on the big pitch, and they absolutely dominated. Yeah. So. And that's
1: that's I think maybe an approach they could take. But again, you could say that up and down the grid. Maybe everyone just throws off this season and goes and makes a new car. I hope you know?
0: someone's smart enough to... If that does happen, I hope someone's smart enough to be like, right, come on, if we improve this, we're going to win. You hey, know. you
1: never know. Williams Williams the championship.
0: Yeah, put put the odds on you know? it now. I mean, never the, odds, play, never. the odds for McLaren on that website were 3,000 to 1. Really? I think, or 300 to 1. It's probably 300. Oh, that makes more sense. Put a quid on it. It's worth it. I, I might. I might put a ten <laughs> on it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. I think this season's going to be great, and from pre-season testing, you know, it's going to be interesting, that's to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, Mercedes could run away with it again. I think Mercedes are favourites to be first. They've just got to work out those reliability kinks, and you know, they're they're not a team that are going to get caught up on those. I'm sure they will. Um, they're obviously one of the best venture manufacturers on the grid, and you can't take that away from them.
2: Yep.
1: Order right now in my head, uh, and I'm going to just spurt out what I think the top 10 are going to be. I have got this written down. Here we
0: go. It's just what I'm thinking in my head. So it's at, F- reckon- at F1Review on Twitter, and his name's Tom Lomas, if you want to tag him in yeah. and tell if him he- how much of yeah, yeah. a wrong person he is.
1: Or if you want to just tell us what you think your uh, top 10 might be. Hmm. Um, but this is just off the top of my head, um, my top 10 teams. First, I'm going to say Mercedes. I reckon they will work oh, out yeah. those kinks, and you know they are favourites. I think they're going to do it. Second, I reckon it's going to be Red Bull. They're going to move up that order a little bit. I think Max is going to probably come second in the constructors, in the, sorry, in the drivers as well. Um, I think he's going to give him a good shot for against Hamilton. I think he's going to be his biggest rival this season, but he's not going to quite be able to do it. Not and not whilst Mercedes are you know this dominant. Um, third, I'm going to say it is going to be Ferrari. I don't think race Point is going to be able to take to them that much.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think Ferrari will 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 hang in there. They'll get some good points still. I can't see Ferrari, you know, falling that far back. Do you reckon in it'll be one season?
0: Do you reckon it'll be just as in they'll just like the last race will decide it, or do you reckon you know they've they've got third?
1: No, I think it'll be pretty clear still. Okay. I I'd, I'd love to see Racing Point really getting up there with the big boys, especially as they're getting rebranded as Aston next year. But. Mm-hmm. I don't know if going to,
2: go but fourth.
1: I th- I think they'll be fourth. I think Racing Point will come fourth. I think they will be the best in the midfield. Um, yeah, I don't think they'll quite get that third place. Fifth, I'm then going to give. I, I reckon to McLaren. I reckon right. they're going to they're going to hold their, <laughs> their form. They are going to fall back from fourth, obviously, but I think yeah. with the advantages of Racing Point have made and, and all the clips you have just heard, I don't think anyone could quite take it to Racing Point this season. I think they've got that like, fourth place almost nailed down.
0: I Six. reckon, just real quick, I reckon yeah, yeah. the 4th to 7th will be decided by which driver's got the biggest balls. You know what I mean? Like, which driver's going to just be like, you know what, screw it, I'm going to go for this. Like, who's going to race, like, kind of rec- recklessly, but still keep the car? You know what I mean?
1: It's going to be close. It's going to be close, that's for sure. Yeah.
0: I reckon it'll come down to the drivers. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I
1: reckon 6th um, will be Renault. Mm-hmm. I think that will definitely be more or less where they finish. I can't see them losing too much, but I can't see them kind
2: of overtaking
1: that McLaren. I think they're, they're very close, and I think that that one especially will be close between McLaren and Renault. I think that will be backwards and forwards all season. Uh, but I think when it comes down, to push comes to shove, I reckon you know they'll come sixth, um, seventh. Uh, I'm going to put AlphaTauri. Um I think they're they're, they're going to be better than than the back three. I think they're going to be better than Alpha. Williams and, and and Haas, but I, I think they're also gonna be not quite I think they might be a bit on their own in that sense. I, I can't see them quite fighting with the with the three at the but you know, at the front I mm-hmm. also can't see them being as far back as the three at the back. Uh, so I think seventh is a nice place for them to be and I think that is more or less where they'll come. Um eighth, I'm gonna be a bit controversial here. Here we go. I'm gonna say Williams. An eighth. An eighth, yeah, I reckon they'll make a good bit of step forward. I reckon they've got a car that could really fight the points this season. And to be
0: fair, whilst Haas, Russell has proved whilst himself busy, as a driver.
1: Yes, so. exactly. And whilst Hass drivers are busy fighting each other, you know, easily able to slip in there and, and, and take eight. I, I really hope they do, and I think they could.
0: That's, that's, um, that's what you want to happen. Kind of, isn't it? You, no, you, I think that could happen. You think I think it that could? will
1: happen. Okay, I think it could. I really I genuinely think it could. Okay, um, ninth, might I'll give it to half. I think they will, you know, do all right this season. I think. They so could.
0: you, so what you are saying is, is that Alfa Romeo are yeah. going to slip to last? Yeah, I think they could. You, th- are you, are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I do.
1: I think Alpha could come tenth because, like I said, there's a big question mark around them. They haven't proved that they're at the front of the midfield, but they also haven't looked awful. But at the same time, they haven't really proved anything at all. They've just looked there. They've looked okay. But if they don't have the development they need to be, come Australia, everyone else could jump them again. I don't know. And I could be proven wrong, and I'm sure I will get proven wrong. But that is what I reckon for this season. Do
0: you want me to go through mine now? Yeah, go on. Let's hear what you've got. So um, I reckon McLaren are going to win it. But I reckon they're just going to scrape (laughs) it. Yeah, yeah. not McLaren, sorry, Mercedes. I, I looked. At, I looked at my computer, and I've got the McLaren <laughs> page up right. So I reckon Mercedes are going to win it, and just yeah. so scrape it. Okay, I always do mm-hmm. that. Um, what well, do you, so you think they'll just scrape to second? I reckon they'll just win, and then I reckon Red Bull will push them all the way. Really yeah. interesting. Okay, I reckon Ferrari will be close in third but just be just off the like just off them, you know what I mean? Like there'll be there'll be enough of a gap. There'll be like twenty points or something. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. Um yeah. whereas between Red Bull and Mercedes I reckon there'll be like four or five. Yeah. Um next racing point who's who's gonna be close to Ferrari. Okay. Right. I can see that. Then I can see right. massive gap. Okay. And then McLaren. Um and then Alfertari. Renault, oh. um, I that yeah, Al, uh, McLaren, Alfa Tari, then Renault, then um, see, this is where it gets. I don't it's know. It's like
1: Haas, Williams, Alpha, uh, Alfa Romeo.
0: Yeah, it, I know. It, is, it, it, there's two. I, I think definitely. I they're... reckon Alpha now. So I reckon Alpha will be in seventh. Alfa Romeo eighth. Uh, oh yeah, eighth. Sorry, I reckon Alpha Romeo yeah. will be in eighth. Um ninth Williams. I reckon they'll improve to ninth and tenth mm. Haas. But the Haas lads don't, be last? the Haas lads will have their ears ringing by Gunter saying if he's crashing to each other again, I'm not going to renew any of your contracts. Mm. They'll have that going around the reds. But then they'll will the race think, too. Much I to try and improve themselves.
1: The trouble is I think if if Haas did come last, I think Gene Haas might have a good you know, he might just say, "I'm going to pull the plug. It's not worth
0: it." Well, he said in Drive to Survive that he, I know, like these are they're not spoilers. They're just facts. Uh, he said that mm-hmm. they're spending like he he was spending about 500 million or something to keep to keep the team afloat, wasn't he? From
1: his own pocket. From yeah. his own pocket. So because if it's not working out for him, why is he going to do that?
0: Because on one of the episodes, it was all kicking off at Hass and literally yeah. going was like, why should Gene invest in this? You know, exactly. And you could yeah. tell when then. Um, when Gunter and Jean had that cup of coffee, like, I, you know, no spoilers, but you could tell that there was a really frosty atmosphere between them both. Yeah. So,
2: well,
1: we'll leave it on drive to spy for there and we'll say next week, come back. And we'll do a little bit of a more in detailed, uh, review of drive to spy. So, mm-hmm. uh, try and get it all watched. It's on Netflix. If you ain't not Netflix, I'm sure you can have a go and try and find it, uh, somewhere else. Uh, I'm not Netflix down, no,
0: is it. the, Netflix is the only place to watch it. Thank you very much. We, yeah, don't, we but, don't do any know, of that stuff here.
1: <laughs> People have their ways, uh, but definitely it's worth a watch. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just almost as good as last season. If, if you have
0: also if you haven't seen season one, you know, I mean, it is a little bit too far gone now. It's more like you know relevant if you've just watched that season. But mm. it, season one's still really well, good, even
1: just for the story. Yeah, watch yeah. It for the give story it a watch. Um, and next week we're going to be going into a bit more depth about each episode, what we think thought about it, um, and then we'll have a bit of a week off just so we can catch our breath. Uh, and then we'll be back for the Australian Grand Prix. Am I, going uh, on, I cannot wait. Can for that. I go
0: on holiday next week? I'm on holiday. Oh, if you want to. Get those, get those armbands out. We're going, yeah. going on holiday. Yeah. I didn't realise. You didn't go. tell me that I could have the time off, boss. Yeah, Woo! I'll do a
1: week off. I'll do a week off.
0: George, book the plane quick. We're going. Oh,
1: he's already gone.
0: Week off. Yeah. Oh.
1: you want to come back and wrap up the episode?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah, so next week, next week we'll do
1: a little bit of a breakdown on drives to five and then and we'll have a little bit of a week off. And then, Reese, it's the, it's the start of the 2020 F1 season.
0: I can't wait. I'll be I waking up wait. on center Parks with a massive hangover because I normally do on the Sunday morning and just sitting mm-hmm. down to watch it. Can, cannot wait. Um, but that is all we've got time for this week we've rambled on it's a, I think this episode's a little bit longer than the normal ones but what is normal anyways for us because we've been going 30 <laughs> minutes and we've been going 3 hours so um, thank you so much for listening remember that we're on Twitter uh, at F1 Rearview um, or is it at the F1 Review? if you
2: can search anything
0: you'll find it at F1 Review. Um, thank you so much for listening. He's been Tom Lomas, I've been Reese Keeble. We still are like ourselves, to be honest. Yeah, we haven't um, changed we haven't changed. And uh thank you so much for listening and we'll see you see you next week.